Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Last night, I was not myself. I was not feeling well, and but, you know, Freddie Mercury said, the show must go on. Yeah. Whether you're feeling it or not, it has to go on. Recording has to commence. Films have to be talked about or music. Concerts are coming back. I am so happy for that. As you know, I saw Cypress Hill recently. And I saw St. Vincent. And next week, I'm going to see Aftershock. David Sedaris in November. And then Tool in January. So, yeah. It's it's pretty good. Concerts, people who haven't experienced them, it's a good experience for me. I don't mosh. I don't, you know, uh, slam dance. I just, I'm just there. I'm taking in the energy that I am uh, experiencing. I mean, I don't want to be too technical about it. But yeah, you're not going to catch me going to see Madonna. Or as they call her in the Midwest, her dad. Midana. Midana. Okay. Uh, I know my friend wanted to see her. And I tried to get tickets and it didn't happen. But oh well. Yeah. (laughs) I remember watching Living Single and Queen Latifah's character, uh, Khadija. And and they were talking about going to see Madonna. And she's like, how about that time you had tickets to see Madonna and you only had one, two, and you took so-and-so? And she's like, they were really high up. And Madonna looked like a tiny little ant just touching herself. That's funny. And and when you get bad tickets to Madonna, yeah, that's true. Because if you want those up-close tickets, those are about $2,500. I know because I've looked. I've looked. You want to seek tool up close? It's probably about $200. So there's a difference. Yeah. Last night we talked about Venom. Let there be carnage. Let me just tell you. That was awesome. I can't talk any more about it. I don't want to ruin the plot. Woody Harrelson delivered. Woody Harrelson always plays a really great bad guy. But then again... So does Tom Hardy. And Tom Hardy is playing Venom, the anti-hero. It was awesome. It was it was along the lines of the first one. So I can't say one was better because it all fits together. That's how I live in the Marvel Universe. I was asked tonight, what do I talk about on this show? I talk about music. I talk about film. I talk about television. Like Ted Lasso, which is such a great sh- uh, show. And then I talk about films and fil- films are really an interesting extension because, you know, before people were talking in film, it was just music. It was silent. The dialogue was on, I mean, script write, you know, screen, uh, cart, cue card writing. That actually used to be a category at the Academy. No joke. And it changed when, um... I almost hit a possum, so, you know, yeah, there we go. It's it's in full motion. This is hands-free. It's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. It's Saturday night. I haven't watched SNL. I don't know if they did their tribute to Norm MacDonald yet. We shall see. 
film film is an interesting buzz. Film is an interesting buzz, and there's a lot of films coming out. Of course, there is the tragedy of Macbeth, Dan, Denzel Washington, Francis McDormand, directed by one of the Coen brothers. I always get them mixed up because I know that one of them is married to her, but they both direct. And this is one of them directing alone. So, yeah, there's a lot of fascinating Belfast is coming out. I don't know. I I do want here. Here's the thing. When we've talked about this and in a Guillermo del Toro film, you will find this. There's a lot of diversity in a Guillermo del Toro film doesn't hurt that he's Mexican and he also wants inclusion. And I've talked about this on the series before. If I was to make films and I was to make films of the 40s and 50s, they would be an inclusive cast. You would have gays, you would have lesbians, transgendered, black, Asian, Hispanic, non-binary. Yeah, we. I would throw it all in there. I've talked about film noir before. You know, Denzel Washington did a neo-noir in the 90s, Devil in a Blue Dress. And it, and it, and it really is part of the noir dynasty of these films. And I wish there was more noir. Not just with white characters, but with black characters, gay characters, Hispanic, Asian characters. Noir is such a beautiful genre. And it wasn't really a genre until after. Until people went back and were trying to define that age of Bogart, Bacall, and uh, Robert Mitchum, and Out of the Past, and Joan Crawford, and um, Humoresque, and Mildred. Mildred Pierce is an interesting film. And what we know about Joan Crawford, um, it's hard to say. I mean, was she lesbian? Was she bisexual? I can't really go into it because I don't know. I don't know. But I've said this before that if you've ever watched Johnny Guitar, that is butch as it will get. The, the, the poster of Mildred Pierce, she is dressed like a man. She's got the shoulders. Mercedes McCambridge. Mercedes McCambridge is in there and it almost looks like they're dueling lovers. Like when she's talking about a guy eyeing her, I almost want to laugh because it's like, no... And Mercedes McCambridge had a very interesting voice because it had male characteristics and it had female characteristics. And I say that because, you know, Mercedes McCambridge was the voice of the demon in The Exorcist. And that was exactly why William Friedkin cast her. And she almost sued the film. In fact, I think she did because they weren't going to list her at first. You know, the demon voice provided by Mercedes McCambridge, who is an Oscar-winning actress. She's been long gone. She died in 2004. She talked about The Exorcist, and she talked about how they they strapped her to a chair, and she started chain-smoking and drinking and and used those voices and for the voice of Lucifer, and she talked about Linda Blair, who she'd never met. Yeah. And so... But back to that whole... Mercedes McCambridge played a lot of kind of androgynous characters. Androgyny. It's in the news. Uh, Shirley Manson herself considers herself non-binary. Binary. I don't know. I can't say it. And I understand that. It's like, okay, great, great. 
even Shirley MacLaine has talked about in her past lives how she was androgynous. You know, short haircut and everything. It's it's an interesting world that we live in because androgyny has always been there. Always. Think of think of little Richard and the long hair and the rock and roll and the dressing and he was putting on purple before Prince was even born. He was one of the forefathers of rock and roll. And there is a beautiful androgyny here, you know, all the Beatles with the haircuts. And then you enter the 80s, Prince. You want uh, Prince could just do it. I I don't even think we could call him. I well, we could we could call him a little androgynous. That's the other thing about films is, you know, when I mention that word, the fifth element, Gary Oldman and the hair, Chris Tucker, the outfit, the hair. That's the thing with these films. And that's why I talk about them is because there's these always, there are little tidbits in the film history. And that's why people make films. People make films not just for the money, but to project, you know, a documentary is really there to educate you, to give you the inner workings of this character or characters and the subject matter. Michael Moore does it all the time and creates controversy because of it. You know, I love it, but then there are those who are a little conservative. (laughs) That shit's not real. Okay. All right. So there's things like that. And then if you were to do a documentary in the towers, there's that one um, man on a wire where he, in the 70s, walked across the Twin Towers. World Trade Center. Documentaries really are... I mean, before reality TV, you had documentaries. Documentaries still hold a higher pantheon than reality. Reality TV still to me it is it is what it is I will not I mean there's some some aspects where it's useful Ozzy Osbourne think about the Osbournes before the Osbournes Ozzy Osbourne was just known for Black Sabbath and then here he comes and he's America's dad not Cosby but even Cosby took issue with that so we'll be Yeah. Who's here? I'm just kidding. But yeah, it you know that's what it's all about. It's all about the androgyny and how we make these films. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, Unpleasant Dreams. <laughs>